Here we are. And we're back in the new normal. In the new normal. You know what? Things have definitely took a turn for the worse. I feel yeah. like the last three episodes we were kind of shitting and joking around. Dude, that has kind of hit the fan. I was talking all that good shit for like three episodes <laughs> about how people are panicking. Don't worry. Just live your life. And now I'm locked inside. <laughs> <laughs> well, granted, you did come from from, from the epicenter uh, of, or like the hotbed of the hottest bed right yes. now in the U.S. Yes. I did so, go the hottest bed. Um, <laughs> in, <laughs> Don't get yourself in trouble now. Uh, I won't. Um, yeah, like, life comes at you fast. It really does. Like, um, I, I think our last pod was like two, two and a half weeks ago. Yeah. And we, we both went on vacation since then. Yeah. Um, but those are, those vacations were obviously planned, like, well in advance. Um, it wasn't that dire, before we went. So, you know, we went ahead with the plans, not thinking things were going to like escalate as much as they did. Yeah. Well, when you, when you say escalate, it went, I think we went on, I flew out on March 7th. We went to Los Cabos down in Mexico for a resort living. And early part of it, we were kind of just joking around because I was flying out of terminal three and that one's with the the Chinese airline. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone's all wearing a mask. I'm like, shit, maybe I should have worn a mask. My mo- if my mom ever listened to this, she'll be shaking her head. Yeah. Because she was telling me to wear a mask on the plane in the airport and everything. And um, I did not heed her advice. Yeah, things weren't really that crazy then. So people were still, like, flying out. I mean, some people were, were locked inside, but... You know, everyone was still flying out. Uh, I myself went to New York, um, and you know it was a good trip. Like as as, a, as an overall summary, um, just we just lived our lives there. There was tons of like roaming around, walking around, um, going to restaurants, no problem. Meeting friends, it was it was pretty enjoyable. Um, like. There's minimal disruption of life. Like, yeah, on the subway, we were super, like, careful. Yeah. There. So, um, how many days were we there for again? Uh, I was there for uh, five days. Okay. Yeah. Um, you got out just right, right as shit turned even worse. Like, for us to even say it turned for the worse and, and all that. But you, when you left, I think the next day, the cases were like jumping, but granted, it could have been horrible anyways. Because at that point, there wasn't even enough testing. Yeah, I think you're probably going to get to that later. Uh, there yeah. really isn't enough testing in, in the states, and there's kind of delayed testing. So, you know, people were a little bit on on edge there. You know, we saw a bunch of like pharmacies that were like just stripped bare. Um. Yeah, being in the subway, we had to be kind of careful about like being next to people. Um, be careful about what we touched. We had obviously the Purell and um, the Lysol wipes or whatever. Um, there wasn't that much panic until like maybe the Thursday. So I left. I left on the Tuesday. By the Thursday, things were getting really crazy. 
Um, we went to a Trader Joe's to like get snacks and stuff. Like people were doomsday prepping at that store, and we rolled up in there to get like snacks to take home. You <laughs> <laughs> we went crazy. to get your peanut butter gel. <laughs> it was crazy. Like they had a line that went around the store. Um, they, so that Trader Joe's there has a separate like alcohol store, a separate wine store. And then they have, um, uh, the food store, obviously uh, the line went like all the way, like to the back of the store. It was insane. Like employees were panicking. Um, people were getting frustrated and stuff. There was shipments that were waiting outside, like in the rain. It was, it was pretty, yeah. pretty insane there. Um, I mean, that was kind of when we realized shit was going down, uh, in New York city, but our experience was kind of was pretty good. Like we saw uh, Book of Mormon on t- on Wednesday, Wednesday night. Yeah, um, and then by Thursday afternoon, Broadway was shut down. So good timing. Yeah, we got extremely lucky there. Um, we went to the Met Museum on Thursday, and Friday it was closed. <laughs> Yo, the Met is typically a zoo there. Yeah, it was fairly empty. So we had to rush to get there um, because we were in Brooklyn earlier in the day. And then we found out the Met was not going to be open the next day. So we only had about like 90 minutes in there. So it wasn't a ton of time. We basically ran ran through the museum. Um, But we still got to go. So let's just say that. And then we saw a comedy show on the Friday. And the comedy room had maybe like, I don't know, 50 people or so. Uh, 50 to 60 people. And then there's like the next day, no public gatherings of like 50 people. So like each step, we just were one step ahead of it. Like I keep posting that uh, Indiana Jones uh, gif where he like slides under the door and he grabs his hat and the door like closes on him. That was basically us the entire trip. It would have been the final, the final stage would have been, the closing of the border. <laughs> yeah. We were worried, a little bit worried that um, we wouldn't be able to get back or something like, you know how Trump operates, right? Yeah. Um, so, but you know, there was no real fear of that. Um, but luckily we were safe. Um, the person that I was with actually gave me a mask. I was like really grateful for that mask, wore that mask on the plane back probably freak some people out um but it was well worth it because those those planes are like canister of germs just flying at you yeah and i saw the condition of some of like the tables and shit like they don't they don't clean that shit even now they're they can't possibly clean the grime off that you know you know shit is real when you have white people with lysol wipes on the plane and they're wiping it down yeah, man. Like I saw this one lady across the aisle doing exactly that, wiping the seat, wiping the tray, wiping the screen. And then she like busted out a can of Lysol and started spraying it in the air. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, it is a little bit scary to, to, to take the plane at this time or even any public transit, to be honest with you. Um, I think. For most of our listener right now, if you're wondering, aren't we self-isolating? But if you guys can't tell by the quality, uh, we're actually doing this via remote where we're trying to sing, where we're webcamming each other. Yeah. yeah it's it's great nine or some shit like that. This <laughs> is, I, you know, I don't do this with anybody. So I don't know. Just yeah, want to let you know you're special. Hey, we're, we're 
the only or the last last link of civilization at some point you got you're stuck at home with your significant other you could be stuck in a home like a house or you can be stuck in in a bachelor or like a studio 500 square feet or less guess what we're here to entertain you for the next hour yeah no well said well said so how about your trip how about your experience it was pretty good again we went with uh you know, four of our friends as well. And so it was pretty much three couples going out there. Uh, you know, chill city, obviously, uh, his life's all about extreme opposite. He, he goes off, he marries the most, uh, you know, unchilled in a sense, like she's easily panicked in, in terms of, uh, the news. Um, so it was kind of fun when we we're flying out, kind of poking fun when we we're on in the, t- in the, at the gate, I was, we were looking for Chill City, and dude was like five gates down, where there was like no plane flying out. <laughs> I'm like, why are you self-isolating yourself already before getting in there? Um, so yeah, it was kind of fun, just kind of scaring her up until Wednesday when it was uh, announced it was a pandemic. Yeah, it, was, it, it, it first started off with like the whole NBA closing down, and then it was the news. Everyone was kind of talking about it in the resort. But let me just run through the resort quickly. So little did we know, since we're not Americans, that it was spring break for the next three weeks. Mm-hmm. And we happened to hit spring break at Los Cabos. <laughs> and also, not only that, Sarah managed to book like the spring breaker central uh was it reuse uh santa fe they had pool parties like like the vegas pool parties so shit was going down people were getting drunk uh no one no one was sleeping until like 5 a.m uh so were we so we ended up like getting very pissed off actually steven actually at one point couldn't take it anymore uh, and just went and upgraded to to the top of the line, only adults only. Um, we followed suit. It was probably the best 150 bucks US we spent on well, that what trip. What about Eric? Eric. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Eric, Eric actually did did end up coming and coming as well. Me and him were, we went and upgraded at the same time. It was just, you know, t- you know, chill city, obviously kind of on the fence, especially with the whole upgrade. Yeah. But you know what? I, I think even, even he agrees it was worth, worth the upgrade because we're looking at, you know, like we're getting poolside service foods better. We had, yeah, it was again, it was 150 bucks for your, per couple to upgrade to get way better service, way better rooms. Not that Santa Fe is horrible. It's just the fact that the, that the people there at this time, which is all spring breakers just doesn't jive with what we are. And I'm not, it's cool, man. I understand they're in university. They want to blow off some steam, mm-hmm. you know, do your thing, man. You know, you got to get yours while you can, right. when, when you're at that age, I respect that. But dude, when you're, when it's four in the fucking morning, you're drunk out of your mind and you got nothing but like two of your other bros beside you. You know, if you guys aren't going to wank each other off and go to sleep, you know, <laughs> just shut the fuck up, man. You ain't getting any action at this point. That, that was my, my main thing with, with the, that whole Santa Fe thing. But aside from that, if it was any other normal week, it wouldn't be too bad. Yeah. So a couple things about that, you know, it's bad when uh, chill city upgrades his room at cost. So, like, you know when I realized things were real? When the sports league started to get canceled one by one? 
you know, NBA, NHL, Major League Baseball, all the sports leagues, you know it's bad when Eric upgrades his room. Like, you know it's a pandemic. <laughs> <laughs> you know the world's about to end. Yeah, yeah, that's true. When, when Chill City's spending his last dollars. Yeah, but, uh, it's pretty crazy. Yeah, like, uh, what, it started on Wednesday, where, like, uh, Rudy Gobert from Utah Jazz tested positive with uh, COVID-19. Um, touching all the mics, making sure he touched all the mics before he left. Um but what's your take on that? I know everyone's kind of crapping on him and whatnot. Um, I don't really know. I don't really get why he did that. Um, I don't know if He's he just, can tra- transmit it like that, but I don't know. Gobert might have been our Gobert might have been one of our subscribers listening to us and followed your your leads. That like you know everyone's uh, just panicking. Don't try to blame me for this. All right, like <laughs> the the couple. Days before that, I think the Raptors played the Jazz, and Gobert was getting into it with like Ibaka. He was getting into it with OG. I think they got ejected, right? Yeah. Um, like that was, and then you know, two days later, that guy has COVID nineteen. So, yeah, unfortunately, uh, none of the Raptors players like tested for COVID nineteen. But here's my hot take: I think Rudy Gobert did a good thing in a way where he managed to get the league shut down quicker than it would have. So you think because he did the theatrics of touching the mic or because he tested positive? He tested positive. Yeah. And then it kind of forced uh, NBA's hand because for a while leading up to it, the whole week they've been talking about, oh, what are you going to do? Even at that point, I was wondering, okay, what's the big deal? Just keep playing. But once they tested positive for one player, they shut it down right away. Yeah. At first, I thought it was a bit of an overreaction, but... Again. Yeah. Knowing how many people he came into contact with just, like, two days before that, literally, like, mouth... Like, literally face-to-face with OG, mm. like, going <laughs> back and forth. They're like, oh, shit, this could get this could get real. So I think they did a good thing uh, shutting it down. And and believe me, these, these owners didn't want to shut it down. Like they they considered everything, both NBA and NHL. Like, do we play in front of no fans? What do we do? Do we play at an alternate site or something? Like, but yeah. you know, push comes to shove, they got to protect these these players. Uh, it's interesting how it did spread in um, the NBA a lot faster than like NHL, for example. NHL only has like you know a couple players that have been tested positive so far. Yeah, well. Who knows? Maybe it's with all these handshakes at the end of the games, right? You don't have a regular season game with hockey players where they'll, after the game finishes, they're all, you know, giving each other handshakes and talking about their summer plans and asking if they're going to sign with them. Dude, NBA, like, no offense to, like, gay people, but NBA is the gayest, the gayest <laughs> sport. I mean, you know, everyone talking about, like, oh, what are your plans? Do you want to go to the same team together? And like, they're all, like, hugging it out, like, after the game. Like, they're dressed so flamboyant, man. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's, it's pretty ridiculous. But I could see how it was spread, like, really quickly. Um, yeah. So it's, it's a good thing that it did shut it down. Like, the U.S. shutting down March Madness. Think about all the money that's being, like generated off of March Madness, the advertising, people like degenerates like like me gambling, although I don't gamble on March Madness, but yeah. all the brackets that go, like that's all gone. 
Yeah, NCAA crying right now for sure. Students, these student athletes will not get paid for the next 150 years just from this one season. <laughs> They're already running those guys like slave labor, um, making infinite money. Slave, off man. Yeah, it yeah. is. For sure. Like, uh, yeah, these spring breakers just don't give a fuck. Like our college kids. Yeah. But they're, they're still out there freaking partying it up. Like, wasn't we're recording this on March 22nd. Um, Florida didn't even shut their beaches until two days ago. Yeah, it's it's first of all, it's Florida. All right, Florida man, Florida man, and got to make the news somehow. <laughs> Come on, Florida. <laughs> <laughs> the, the thing is, it's like Florida's full of all these old ass people too. Yeah, I know. Like they're in for a world of hurt there. Um, people partying up on like. Um, whatever that beach was, Fort Lauderdale Beach or, or whatever. Like I people, think it was like South Beach and uh, those beaches. I think we, we, we lived like right be, behind North State, right, and right beside one when we were in Florida a month ago. Yeah. Two months ago, actually. Yeah, two months. Yeah, it's not even just like the U.S. Like I know the U.S. people are all about like the freedom, all these conspiracies about like – COVID-19 being a government conspiracy, like to keep people in their house so the government could take over. <laughs> like, but also like other places in the world, like Australia, they just shut down Bondi beach. Like I think yesterday, everyone was still at the beach. Like now yeah. the biggest threat at the beach is not, you know, skin cancer. It is COVID-19. Um, same thing with the UK. Like they did a comparison between Toronto subway and the London underground Toronto subway was like empty. It was like a ghost town, but like underground, you got people like, you know, face to face. Yeah. I wonder if, if that's only because we've been through SARS and Toronto was one of the ones that had where was affected the most outside of uh, Hong Kong, right? Hong Kong, China. Um, I don't think anywhere else experienced the same shit that we experienced, but we, it's been what fifteen years since since that incident, or even eighteen years, I think. And we're quick to forget, but that's the reason why we see all these Asian people always wearing masks. Yeah, I think um, you know Asian people do wear masks when they're when they're sick. I, I see it from time to time, so I think that some of that is ingrained in the the culture here. People are more more reasonable, and we do have the oddball who's like making a tour of the city when they've. Been, been tested positive and spreading that COVID around, but we haven't had too many like community spreads here, which we're all grateful for. Canadians yeah. seem to be a little bit more reasonable, like they're willing to under to to listen to um, listen to advice. We have like the Toronto Health, uh, Ontario Health, and like um, uh, like Trudeau making his like announcements and shit. It's like daily now at this point, every day at 11 a.m. or yeah. Eastern time, he's out in front of his house. Yeah, that, that cottage, like that camera angle of him, like, you know, coming out of that house, like 18 people doing the mic check on the mic before he speaks. Like that first press conference, <laughs> we were just waiting. We were waiting for like 45 minutes for him to come out. Yeah. <laughs> and then... But yeah, go on. He goes in and grabs his coat on like a recent one, like... I'm cold. And he runs back in the house and grabs the coat. <laughs> That's so Canadian. But he's, yeah. a, he's a guy, regardless of your politics, and this, here's, here's what I think. You can actually trust him to be sincere 
Like if he if he's saying something, you you trust that he's sincere and he's like talked to experts and you get a sense of like empathy and comfort from him. On the other hand, <laughs> the U.S. that moron does not give me any confidence, any comfort at all. Did you see like his press conference where when he was done, he just sat there and he's like. Okay, and he's like, like a toddler. <laughs> no, I, I didn't. I, I can't stand that guy. To, to be honest, especially now that with what he he came out and, and said, I don't know why. What what kind of provoked him in having to call it like a, did he call it the Chinese disease or Chinese, Chinese virus? virus? Yeah, yeah. Like, what the fuck is going through this guy's mind? And I think I saw a picture where he had the speech, and it clearly had COVID nineteen, but he <laughs> crossed it off. And he purposely, you know, wrote Chinese virus in there. I think it's all about politics, right? Like the stock market's crashing right now. Um, people are getting really sick. His government's being criticized for their ability to handle it. I know that they like disbanded some pandemic team like years ago. Um, that would have come in handy during this time. Like his government's taking a lot of flack. So like, what do you do when your government starts to take a lot of flack? You create an enemy right away. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I see where where he's coming from in that sense, but it's just like, you know, yeah. Maybe, maybe that's that's the whole way of diverting the attention to his incompetency. Putting like uh, Pence as as the number one guy on the job, but when you're talking about always boasting that you know USA is number one, you supposedly everyone thinks you have the best uh, healthcare system around. Or doctors and nurses, but yet you guys are friggin', you know, shit's about to get real even sooner. Because when you when I went through the numbers quickly today, they're currently and it's a panic because it's obviously USA with all the media coverage, but they're not even top five countries with the confirmed cases right now. They're like number six, and they have only what like earlier today was like thirty thousand confirmed right but half of that is in new york city so yeah uh, good luck there buddy <laughs> i'm staying in all right i'm staying in but i think you know it's been a week you know so far so good but i think the u.s is in store for some italy level like damage like italy is taking a bunch of l's right now um they have a really old old population everyone is dying over in italy um you know how Europeans are. Now I'm going to be all like Don Cherry on a rant. Like, Europe, you know, Europeans live that free life, right? You know, even Italians, like, you know, two, two uh, pecks on the cheek as they agree each other, like two men kissing each other, but they're not gay. <laughs> you know, that, that kind of stuff happens, like the mafia stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Like, like the, the yeah. Italy has doesn't have as many confirmed cases as what China has, but yet their death rate is much higher. But granted, to be fair, we don't know if these Chinese numbers are correct or or legit. Yeah, I don't trust them for a second. Yeah, but for Canada, like we have a thousand three hundred case confirmed case. That's that's less than like one state. In the U.S., yeah, and I feel like the only reason why we're panicking even more is just because of the U.S. Because over there, there's currently panic. Everyone loves. It seems like it's like 
a challenge, right? It's like a hashtag challenge. If you're panicking, I want to go and panic. I want to panic even harder than you can panic. Yeah. You know, definitely. Um, you know, I, I'm, I'm thinking we're handling it fairly well. Uh, there is a reason to panic in the States. The people in the States need to panic right now. Like New York City needs to lock down. Like, um, like well, just California this, just locked down. Yep. Just uh, this, this yesterday, I think, right? I think Illinois may have done the same thing. Like I'm hearing because I'm, I'm my, um, my workplace is Chicago based. So things are getting super real. Uh, there, so basically, all these companies are shutting down, um, or, or you know, if people are able to work from home, they can work from home. Um, me, it doesn't really affect me. I work from home all the time. <laughs> yeah, it's just a normal day for a normal week for you. Just can't Dude, go, go grab a cup of coffee. I gotta make my own coffee um, or have it delivered by Uber. <laughs> <laughs> Pay like nine dollars for a vape. You got to make sure that tip is correct, or else you might get some extra things in your coffee. <laughs> Room for cream. It might be a tip, though. But <laughs> yeah, um, it is funny to see, um, you know, an office where people are working from home, like the Chicago office we have. Um, people need to mentally get ready for it. And HR sending out like 10 emails, like trying to psych people up for working from home. They're like, you know, if you feel, if you feel depressed, if you feel lonely, here's some numbers to call. Here's a website. We're here for you. Like just pornhub.com. Yeah. Maybe, maybe their traffic is way up premium. You could probably get a, a premium subscription, charge it for back sure. Yeah, yeah. Pornhub's probably stepping up their game because you know Disney Plus is offering all these like or Netflix offering unlimited uh, shows and all that stuff. You know, Pornhub's probably stepping up their game right now too. There's only so much of that you can do. You got to be productive within a day. Um, <laughs> but you got the, you got the um, all these comforting emails being sent out. You got people saying, "Oh, turn on your webcam." You know, we want to see faces. We got employees using that that whack um, background filter where it blurs like the background, so all you see yeah. is like them. Fucking looks <laughs> terrible. Um, and then, like at the end of the week, there's a congratulations email sent out. Oh, we we did it. We, we made it. You know, we made it. Dude, it's only week. one week. I'm like, where was our email? Where was our help? Where was our support? Two years. Yeah. <laughs> They're like, don't let the door hit you on the way out. <laughs> yeah, I've always wanted to work from home on a long-term basis, but after one week, I don't know how much I like, you know, prefer doing this. Not not that I don't like the whole fr- freedom of just like waking up and not changing, but it's nice to go out. I don't know. Am I am I being a little bitch or complaining about working from home? And uh, I, I don't, you know, I might not talk to a lot of people in my office, but. It's nice to to just get away from the same room. Yeah, it depends on what kind of space you have set up. So, I, I mean, first first of all, I'm used to not having that small talk anymore. I don't got to talk to no one about the weather. Like, yeah. I just I just do my thing. I, it's, it's more of a routine, and I'm I'm fairly disciplined. Um, but you know, do you have a room set up? Is your chair there? Are you comfortable? Do you have like your screens and all your equipment there? Or are you just like you know bare bones? Uh, I got my screens delivered by the IT department because uh, I was supposed to self-isolate. But uh, one of the IT guys, which uh, I'm buddies with, lives pretty fairly close by. And I asked him, hey, can you pick it up and just drop it on my porch on your way back? 
he was able to do it. I told him just expense it, like if I'm a boss or some shit like that. But <laughs> I just said, yeah, just expense it. If anything, you know, I'll get my I'll get my director to kind of sign off on it. Um, funny thing is, uh, like the, the the day after, he messages me. He's like, hey, don't worry about it. Your director is now my director. Oh, or like his manager, or his ma- his manager got demoted, <laughs> and now his manager reports to my director. So. Dude, that's a fucking rough time to be demoted. <laughs> yeah, but um, in terms of like uh, my my setup, I'm in the kitchen where where we do it, used to do our pods. Um, You're talking like it won't happen ever again. <laughs> no, 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 it'll, it'll happen. I mean. What another? We typically do our pods every two weeks. Yeah, like we're supposed to be self isolate for fourteen days. I don't know how the self self isolation thing works. To be honest, it's like I get when you say you're quarantined. Quarantine means you can't leave a room. You have to be like by yourself the entire time. Yeah. This whole voluntary self isolation thing, where you can technically still go out, you know, get groceries, uh, pick up food, or whatever the case might be, go for a walk and shit like that. Um, with this whole self like self isolation, they're saying don't. It doesn't mean go and grab a coffee with your buddy. But for you, if you're in like self isolation for 14 days and you haven't spoken to anyone, and I haven't spoken to anyone outside of my family, and we're all good, does that mean we're good? Because we're just going from door to door at this point, or some point in the future. Yeah, I'm. I'm, I'm not even sure myself, really. Um, I mean, we're not in the clear. Like once we once we're done these fourteen days, I could still get it. It just it just means that I can't spread any of those like New, New York City uh, virus to anyone, or so I think. I did actually go pick up my groceries uh, and made an order and went to the PC Express. Pop, I got out, popped the trunk. So I was wearing my mask. I was yeah. wearing gloves. Pop the Is trunk. It the same mask. Sorry. Is it the same mask that you got from New York? Uh, yeah. I have two of them. Okay, okay. Yeah. Um, so, popped the trunk, and then I stood, like, five meters away from my car. <laughs> and then the person came out, like, just, like, I, I said, you know, put, <laughs> put the groceries in the trunk. Uh, she was yeah. explaining a bunch of stuff that she couldn't get me, which was kind of ridiculous. You know, I guess they couldn't find those substitutions because people raided the store. <laughs> um and then she tried to like she tried to give me the receipt like she's just coming towards me. I'm like, put the receipt in the car. Do not get near me. <laughs> yeah, like do you not see how the situation is grave? Get away from me. I want to say it's one point three or like one like a thousand three hundred cases in Canada. Yeah, and we have a population of thirty million. Yeah, <laughs> but still, still, you know, do you not see the measures I'm taking? Yet yeah. you're coming close to me. Like you were, def- no, I hear you. Like bitch, you are defeating the whole purpose. Yeah, well, well, she's also like working in the grocery sh- store. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Those, like they're soldiers. Those are the real heroes. Yeah, like don't don't get me wrong. I say bitch, but I'm just trying to be funny. She, yeah, yeah no, no, no. <laughs> uh, they're 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 the real heroes of this whole crisis, having to like prepare all these orders. I think PC made um, the delivery. Fee- they dropped the delivery fee, so like. <laughs> Everybody and their mother is getting uh, grocery pickup, which my, my order was like 90 minutes late. Yeah. And they say, see, the, don't leave home until we contact you. Yeah. No, see, that's the thing. Like, So Domino's been running this promo. By the time this episode gets released, it's no longer around, but who knows? It might still run. But they're running the 50% off uh, your order. And 
so I ordered a large pizza last night, of course. Um, and it came up to be 15 bucks. I'm like, fuck, this is awesome. You used to pay, I only paid it one time. I didn't realize, but I was high and I was like, I cannot drive and I really want to eat a pizza. I had to pay a premium. But yesterday it was only $15 and <laughs> the instructions were leave it on my porch. And I was thinking, do I tip this person or not? Well, and then the right thing to do. <laughs> I didn't tip him, obviously, but Fuck, I was just like, "Guys, cold." Yeah, yeah, but like, are, am I supposed to leave like a toonie on on the porch so he <laughs> picks it up and shit like that? Um, so I wasn't sure like how when and when I checked out, I couldn't even give a tip at that point, right? Because typically, when you have the credit card machine, you can just get at the tip on after, but they didn't give me that option. Not that I would have tipped them anyways, uh, any way to get away from tipping, you know me. Yeah, uh, I know. <laughs> but, um, yep. I know how it goes. Um, like, first of all, I would have to be super desperate to order Domino's. You know me. I love Domino's, especially the pizza with, like, that white sauce. Um, the garlic parm? The garlic parm, like, uh, 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 barbecue or whatever chicken with, like, olives and, like, oh, it's such so good. But, like, yeah. in New York, I had this clam pizza. Oh, yeah. Fuck, that was the greatest pizza I've ever had. No sauce. Like, it was thin crust with, like, tons of clams, fresh clams. Dude, you guys had a whole fucking pizza, like a New York-sized pizza. That thing's huge. No, because it was light. Because the crust was all thin, no sauce. It was it was easy to eat. Yeah. Fuck, that was, you, you crushed that was the best. It was, it was amazing. Dude, I don't know if I could look at a pizza the same way. Yeah, you're not getting no clam sauce or fresh clams from Domino's. No, definitely not. <laughs> definitely not. But yeah, you, you see, uh, shifting a little bit, you, we're talking about these groceries workers. They're working well. Like, I think Loblaws just recently said they're going to give them an extra $2 per hour. Uh, yeah, it's, it's a huge thing. I used to work at a grocery store, so... Uh, working minimum wage when you get that two dollar bump at that you know when I was in university high school it been it was awesome but I saw recent articles talking about are these NBA players or athletes gonna get paid after April first I'm like bitch motherfucker you guys make twenty five million dollars shoot a motherfucking ball in the hoop and now you're not even doing that and yet you're complaining about getting paid you know come on. Yeah, it's all a perspective thing. I think these most of these players or the majority of these players can survive without that paycheck. Um, the thing that well, I... You can, you should be surviving, man. You unless know, you're in the fucking G League or whatever the hell doing $40,000 a year. You know some of these guys are, are blowing their money, though. <laughs> you know, yeah, that's true. Just cut out the coke for like a month and it's good. <laughs> I mean, you, what else you got to do to fill your time, right? Yeah. <laughs> but the thing I see is that you know, some players are stepping up and actually supporting some of the arena employees, um, both in like NHL and um, in NBA, where some of the owners just sat back and did did dick all. They didn't say anything. Like Calgary held out for like the longest time. Uh, Calgary Flames. Yeah, they got public money to build an arena, and the owner was like, "Yeah, we're not going to pay these these part time employees." And then, like, Lucic and a bunch of guys, like, started some, like, GoFundMe or, like... <laughs> and then, um, you know, a couple of days later, finally, the owner caved in. And, like, the Jets owner, even Melnick, even Eugene Melnick, you know, eventually, like, caved in. 
And he's the yeah. guy who would not let Eric Carlson charge an Uber ride. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, man. I don't, I don't know how, how this whole thing works out because, yeah, the economy is just going to go. It's far reaching at this point. I didn't think, I didn't think it would be as bad as it would be. Never really considered how everything gets affected. Uh, like we were talking before our recording, you're, you're, you're kind of looking at houses at this point. Uh, potentially, and I think that's super wise if you have the cash flow to do it. Yeah, because there's gonna be some people that can't afford that house that they bought as an investment, and they're gonna have to flip that sucker. Yeah, um, I mean, I'm, I'm fortunate to have savings. The savings are looking a lot worse than they were. Um, Dude, I'm, I'm taking a pound in. Oh yeah, I'm, it's a, it's a fucking bloodbath for sure. But yeah. I have enough room that um, I could handle. Um, you know, some losses right now. Um, so I'm getting my financing in order um, to potentially look. I've already looked at a couple places. Um, I'm breaking self-isolation to go uh, this week. I, I have to because I don't really have a choice. But, you know, me, yeah. and my, me and my agent will take separate cars. I'll have the mask, gloves, all the all the night. Because my, my agent uh, has a newborn. Yeah. Don't want to take any chances with that. So he's um, not even driving you, eh? No, so we we could save a percent off that commission. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe he'll provide you with the N95 mask. Maybe. As a, Dude, those as, are as going a premium right now. If I get a box of those as my uh, purchase gift, all is forgiven. <laughs> but yeah, I may as well take advantage. Uh, right now, like interest rates are are super attractive, and my mortgage is up for renewal in May. So it's like the perfect timing for me to maybe go with another uh, variable rate product before I was thinking maybe fixed might be the way to go. And then things like melted down, like completely, like they've done two interest rate drops since I last met my broker, which is crazy. It's a full percent. It's a full percent, right? Cause I think like it started off with like a half a percent percentage and yeah. we got that save and pass along to us. But I think they dropped another half percent, like a couple of days after emergency on an emergency basis. But I'm not sure we're even going to get that um, save and pass along. I haven't heard jack shit from the mortgage company. Yeah, me neither. So uh, who knows what's going to happen? Yeah, I wasn't expecting the full half percentage. I was thinking maybe like 0.25 percent. Um, Anyways, yeah, it's shit's like far reaching, man. Like my sister works in the food industry. She works for a cake manufacturer, and she's saying how they're doing. They just like sent out an email saying, um, I think like more than two thirds of her management co- uh, group was like put on temporary leave. And yeah, it's crazy because essentially like no one's buying the cake. They typically sell to like second second cup or you know like food courts or cafeterias to sell, right? So no one's buying because everyone's working from home and all that. So no one's treating themselves to cake, sitting on the couch watching Netflix all day. You get grab that cake. Fuck, you're describing my last week. (laughs) I'm trying not to, to to fall into that. So I'm trying to be like you know. Obviously, I work from home every day do that routine, I'm done, and then I try to get some reading done. So a good yep. thing is that uh, late finds are suspended. So I've been reading a yeah. lot. I try to home workout, and I hate that shit. It is brutal. I want to know 
so I, I have very limited equipment. I have like some foam, some foam mats. I have an exercise ball, one kettlebell, and like some some rollers. I have a rumble roller and like a foam roller. That is not enough to do a workout. But then I'm looking up these like workout videos. Uh, Good Life um, had access to these less mill workouts, so I tried it yeah. like a cardio warm up, and man, I could not keep up with that shit. And those people were so positive, just smiling, looking at the camera, and like working out. I, yeah. I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> Why are you so happy? I'm like, I can't do this, so I shut that down. And I'm like, okay, I have a kettlebell. Let's do a kettlebell workout. And it was like a man and a woman. Uh, doing this workout, um, the woman was doing the harder workouts. I mean, they're all about pushing that like gender equality or whatever. Um, and then the guy's like, "Oh yeah, you know, you have you know five, ten more seconds. You can do this. Like, you can do it. You're doing great. Like, how do you know? How do you know I'm doing great? I'm struggling." And then, <laughs> and then they're like, "You know, remember, rem- just focus on what brought you here today." And I'm like, brought me here. First of all, you came to me. You came to my TV. <laughs> Secondly, what brought me here? Coronavirus. Coronavirus kept me here. And now Rest I'm at home you. doing this workout and I hate it. So I have not worked out since that time. Yeah, it's, it's hard, man. I've been trying to do it as well. And I was pretty good the last month or so going out during lunchtime and, you know, doing weights and getting back into the groove of things. Went to the resort, got got in a run um, on the beach. It was fucking hard as shit. Uh, kind of dumb for not drinking water before running out <laughs> on the beach. I couldn't breathe because I was dry throating. <laughs> but the dry uh, throat symptom. Careful. Yeah. Oh fuck. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah. And then now stuck at home. Now good life. Kind of made the right call because some of these guys are savages in the freaking good life change room gross gross ass people like i've always wanted to talk about you know change room etiquette bring a pair of fucking flip-flops go to old navy pick up a pair for 3.99 you can you can afford it buddy you don't need to walk around the freaking gym and barefoot that's freaking gross yeah like i don't understand that the thing about good life and we can we can go on a rant we got time like the thing about good life that i've noticed uh, i go to the york mills one the the ground is always wet all the time <laughs> Like, I don't know what the reason is, but, you know, the bathroom floor is soaked. Like, all the counters are, like, soaked. Like, even the urinal is covered in water. Like, everything there is dirty as fuck. So, I never let my bare feet touch the ground there. I have my flip-flops. wear them everywhere in the shower, into the sauna. But you're right. People are absolute animals in the gym. They don't wipe down the machine. It's just fucking gross. Yeah, and then th- this shit's not going to change because they don't give a fuck. Even even with this whole, you know, COVID-19, people are wiping down shit and everywhere. These gym rats are still going to be savages all the way through. A- absolute gorillas. Like, I-, I don't really understand it, man. Like, even wearing the flip-flops in the shower, I feel like throwing those flip-flops in the garbage after <laughs> after I'm done. <laughs> Yeah, I I grabbed two towels, and even when I change, I put down the towel, make sure I have another towel, dry myself off and all that shit, and never at any point in my life has my foot, barefoot, touched the fucking good life crown, (laughs) ever. And if it did, I would fucking, like a 
freaking rat with their foot stuck in a trap, I would bite my leg off. <laughs> Just leave it. It's yours. <laughs> man, that's, that's, that's a good way of putting it, man. Yeah, safety first when it comes to those those dirty places. I, I really yeah. hope people change their behavior after this, but you know, knowing the clientele, uh, I don't, I don't think that's going to happen. No, not for sure. Not, but yeah, like in terms of, you know, you think you're going to come out of this COVID-19 dropping some weight looking, you know, mighty fine for the summer months. I don't think so. Um, <laughs> um, I mean, I'm just not working out. Eventually I'm going to want to bust the bike out and go for a ride. Um, I have, I'm my, my rollerblades. I have some outdoor wheels, so I might pop them on and, you know, start doing some I'm practicing for a roller league that I'll never play in again, <laughs> but at least it'll be good exercise. Uh, yeah, yeah. Like go for yeah, it. Like, I mean, your, your area is like pretty typically it's pretty busy in terms of having all the condo residents and your townhome complex out in that middle park walking and doing its stuff. I guess that's one of the, the pros of this COVID-19 and everyone's self-isolated. I've never seen my neighborhood as busy as it is the past like five days. Granted, like my neighborhood's typically like a ghost town. Um, so me seeing like four people on, on the sidewalk walking or having taken a walk is already a huge thing. Yeah, it could be good for a lot of people's health. Um, we know some people are couch potatoing like all day, like, binging like Netflix the entire day. Um, but I hope most people take the opportunity to improve themselves. That's really what I'm trying to do. Like without the social gatherings, like we had a birthday event that had to be canceled without like, I, I really miss playing volleyball every week. I'm not going to lie. That's going to, that, that thing stings a lot. It's been like one week. No, I, cause we missed what the last week and then we missed, I missed the week before, but then we, I think last week was March break. So we wouldn't have played anyways. Right. Yeah. Yeah, but like we're not coming back for a while, so it's gonna yeah for at least another two weeks. Dude, I rem- I remember when I got I hurt my hamstring a couple years ago and I had to miss like I don't know six weeks or whatever. Dude, I was depressed as fuck. I'm like, I want to play volleyball. I miss you guys. Yeah, now, man, dude. And now it's like the same thing. Um, I'm actually taking an opportunity, and it's as hard as it is because the last couple of days of work have been super difficult. I'm like, maybe I won't drink. I've always wanted to try it. Like, you know how Joe Rogan and his buddies do sober October. I'm like, maybe I won't drink for as long as this isolation lasts. It's, it's been fucking You're still going to smoke weed though. Um, not smoke it. I, I, I will vape it. And I have. All right. Same. Like I haven't, well, granted I went on a binge because again, prior to the self isolation, I came from the resort living the resort life. So freaking drank every day. Yeah. Um, even when I didn't want to, I end up just ordering a, a mimosa because why you the fuck not? It. You pay for that. 150 bucks upgrade, man. Fuck, yeah. I want a champagne. <laughs> that up to but, your IV. Yeah. Yeah. It's been seven, seven days. Probably the longest I haven't drank in a while. I wasn't sure if we we're going to have a drink on this podcast because I brought up uh, a tall boy. Yeah. But I figured, you know what? Why break the streak? Yeah, that would have been something to ask me beforehand. I would have done it, but I don't have any. I actually only have scotch. I passed by LCBO. I just didn't. I didn't bother going in because I may as well try to see what not drinking for a while feels like. I know I sound like an alcoholic, um, but really, 
you know, at the end of a hard work week, at the end of like playing a volleyball game or whatever, you want to have that like that cold beer or whatever. Now it's like, well, I'm home every day. Maybe I just won't do it when I'm sitting here by myself. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, that makes sense. I agree. Like now that Sarah doesn't really drink or can't drink at the moment due to uh, uh, her hands, but, um, you know, seven days and counting. Yeah. God knows that, you know, when that moment comes, it'll be, it'll be delicious. But, um, I don't know. I think it's a lot. A lot of people are like freaking out, but wasn't you know all hoarding everything. I don't get it. Like, how much do you need to eat on a regular basis? People are buying up all like the pot, all the shit food. So at least we're lucky. Like, there there's still tons of fresh vegetables. The grocery store are literally throwing these fresh vegetables at you. Like celery, broccoli, like a dollar, two dollars. They're throwing it at us, and yet people are buying all the, the shit, all about the pasta, the pasta sauce, all that canned shit. Because people are doomsday prepping. It's no that excuse. explains why people get all those TP, man. <laughs> yeah, because that shit's running right through you. I, I I still don't understand the TP panic. I really don't get it. Uh, people need to be wise. I'm onto those baby wipes, yo. <laughs> you can't flush that shit down. Yeah, they're flushable. You can flush it. No, you can't. Unless yeah, you buy I, the flushable ones. I did. Okay, well, you're a baller then. They're flushable, yo. And if not, oh well. <laughs> <laughs> that shit just comes back up, man. No, 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 no. They flush. They flush for sure. No, it flushes, but the problem is it doesn't break down. Um, I'll have to check the packaging. I know I bought flushable ones previously. I'll have to see about yeah. these ones, but um, but yeah, I'm good. I'm good in terms of TP, man. Um, props to the TP manufacturers, the pulp paper people, the real heroes of this crisis. You know, <laughs> making that pulp paper for toilet paper, so that everyone can like fight over it and you know have enough toilet paper to last them the apocalypse. The Thai people and the Japanese people, those are the real, like, they're they're laughing right now. They got, like, the hose. They got the bidet toilets going on. They're laughing at these North Americans smearing shit on their asshole. <laughs> <laughs> it's so damn true, man. Like, everyone, every single other group chat that I'm in and everyone's bitching about, like, talking about how they, they need to get toilet paper. I'm like, dude, just chill the fuck out. Get yourself a $39.99 a day a basic one on amazon install it make sure you change get a better washer because the washer that comes with is complete garbage it will degrade in about a year's time causing a micro leak and then only when you come back from a weekend vacation that you realize that shit has leaked through and now you have to fucking change and drywall a whole entire room did that happen that to happen you for me yes. <laughs> i'm just joking no. no it did happen to me i hope you wrote that in your review yeah, like, fuck. Anyway, yeah, like, I thought I fucked up on the install. And when the guy came in to help me check to see where the leak came from, it was like, no, your install is perfectly fine. It's just a washer. It's shit-ass rubber that over time just eroded. Over time being one year, I'm like, this is fucking ridiculous. Um, but, yes, what are they going to do? Give me back $40 and when my rental cost me 300 Oh, fuck. But, anyway, speaking of which, every time I go on these fucking trips, I always come back to some bullshit issue with my house. Yeah. So this one was this bidet issue was like a weekend trip out to Montreal. Another one, 
which is recently when when I got back from uh, Mexico last week. I was, you know, like with Zach, you know, hanging out before bed, bedtime. And I hear some shit like because I'm in townhouse. So but we're at the end unit. So on the wall that I was leaning up against is um, is detached. Right. So there's no one there. So I shouldn't hear any like people like footstep or anything. And lo and behold, I heard some shit along the wall running up. I'm like, what the fuck is this? And then I start banging against the wall. Sarah's like, what, what are you doing? I'm like, don't you hear this? This doesn't make any goddamn sense. Why are we hearing footsteps on this wall? And then, like, I banged it again, and it just, like, scattered off. And I'm like, okay, whatever. It's probably what, nothing, right? And then come midnight when I was going to bed, right on top of my fucking face, like, where my bed is, when I'm lying down, right on top of me, I heard a motherfucking raccoon. Like in the in the attic. Oh shit! And they was like they were squealing. No, it was just like you can hear him walk, right? And then yeah. I'm like fucking stood on my bed and I was banging on the top and it was just scattered off. Yeah. I'm like motherfucker, another incident where it's gonna cost me four hundred bucks. Oh my god. <laughs> four hundred bucks on top of this friggin' hundred and fifty bucks USD upgrade, which was good. But the fact is, like every every time I leave this damn house something happens oh you got to be on that self-isolation forever then just don't oh leave God. the house yeah so like this week not having volleyball saved me about like what 20 30 bucks yeah yeah i need an- <laughs> if this lasts for another 10 10 weeks then it's uh, i'll be all right Dude, you gotta take matters into your own hands get rid of that raccoon yourself save yourself some money i mean the worst you can get is rabies right <laughs> better than the coronavirus yeah i think you suffer more with rabies <laughs> <laughs> so make yourself yeah, a like, hat out of it <laughs> yeah yeah it like 400 bucks and better give me that hat give me that pilt man we're gonna have a freaking bush meat party in the summertime i'm oh, gonna shit. that sucker up you gotta watch out for that ebola man or you could you could start, you could be the new patient zero for something new is raccoons not edible i guess not because they eat shit but they eat everything man they're trash pandas yeah, <laughs> they eat all that shit. Speaking well, of granted, eat, speaking of eating yeah, yeah. all that shit, you know, you know me and my segues. I <laughs> I open up my mail and I saw uh, Swiss Chalet is now making jerk chicken. And so the whitest whitest restaurant in in the world in the history of Canada is making jerk chicken. Dude, Swiss Chalet is for white people that are afraid of black people. <laughs> all right you know they make ribs they make barbecue chicken now they're making jerk chicken for white people if, yeah if you are at swiss chalet so first of all if you're in isolation and you order jerk chicken from swiss chalet you better just be in permanent self-isolation do not leave your house <laughs> because because you do not belong in society yeah all right Today, I actually saw as well on like BlogTO Instagram, there's um, some restaurant that's making a, a General General Tao um, chicken pizza. I'm like, what the fuck is going on, man? That is the grossest shit ever. You can join the Swiss LA people in self-isolation forever. Who the hell wants... And yeah, that doesn't even make any goddamn sense. Like, Just eat it with white rice. How hard is that? Why does everything have to go on a goddamn pizza? I don't know if every I don't know why everything has to be f- fusion. And now you're like combining like the two biggest like Corona zone into like one meal. Like you got the general <laughs> Tao and you got like the pizza in one meal. 
racial unity. Racial unity does not belong. I'm sorry. I said it. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I hear you on that one, man. This shit's again getting insane. But, well, was it like, at least they didn't send you no corporate emails telling you what they're going to do about this COVID-19 business. Or did they? How you like those spam shit? Oh, my God. It's crazy, but... I, I, I take it you got a rant on that. I'll let you. I'll let you. No, no, it. I don't like. I find it just fucking annoying as hell. Like every single freaking twenty five minutes, I get an email popping up like, "Oh, Scotia Bank's got your back for COVID nineteen. Got my back. Are you gonna fucking re- reimburse me for all those fucking loss on those like uh, <laughs> in my stock market? <laughs> like that's getting my back, dude. Like but, I, I, I couldn't take a message from any of these banker cunts seriously. Like, you got my back, oh, like you had people's back in 2008 when you guys bankrupted everybody and you got the bailouts. <laughs> I, yeah. I, I don't trust, I don't trust any of that. But every single company that I've ever given my email address to is now messaging me saying, you know, here's how we're handling it. I don't care. You're an online yeah, business. Like- Just keep doing what you're doing. I don't care. Yeah, it's, it's all good. Just as long as you're, you're, everything's running smoothly that's all that matters man like just chill out like no one uh, i can just email transfer hey scotia bank you know what would be great if you could you know stop charging dollar fees for those fucking email transfers let's work on that man come on yeah <laughs> who the hell still charging dollar fucking fee? one dollar for every single email transfer yeah it's, it's it's crazy how they nickel and dime you for everything um, like people can take all these mortgage re- mortgage relief, they can take all their bi- bill payment relief, but I'm hearing that it might affect your credit score if you if you do that, which is kind of insane uh, to think about. It, it could impact your future if you're taking that relief when you really need it, which is the hardest part. I'm all, all this time, I'm thinking about like you know myself and, and yourself. You know, you're in a situation where. You know, you can handle a bit of a, a beating economically and you got a job and your wife's got a job. You're, you guys are good. But I'm still thinking about those people who can't handle it right now. They can live paycheck to paycheck. Um, bad things happen. And all of a sudden, you know, the, people are losing jobs. They're getting laid off. People can't make their ends meet. A lot of people are going to get, like, destroyed by this. Yeah, just fucking over Yeah, it's... I'm luckily from... What I do as a tax consult or tax person, every single month, they're, they can lay off everyone. But as long as they still run a business, they're going to need me to file their taxes. So I'm as secure as you can be. Um, fuck, I got a knock on wood. <laughs> but, yeah. <laughs> I fucking jinx myself there. But yeah, like you said, a lot of people don't don't have that, right? We, we have friends that you know work in the airline industry and... This is like the worst nightmare for 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 the airlines. Yep, this is yeah. I mean, the airlines are already making like razor thin margins. Like the price that people are being charged to fly is so low right now. Like that's how you get all the animals on the plane. First of all, all these people who do <laughs> not belong flying. Like that lady I saw stretched out on that go bus when I came back. Oh my god. Like, imagine how they, they act on a plane. But anyways, <laughs> yeah, man, it's it's hard to make ends ends meet right now for some companies. Like, you know, I don't, um, uh, most corporations are kind of evil. 
But at the end of the day, like some of these corporations, they are essential service. Essentially, Air Canada. If Air Canada were to like go belly up, we'd be fucked. Yeah. Well, where where are we gonna fly to? But um, as, yeah. as long as these companies protect their employees, I think um, you know, especially the part time employees, make sure that they're protected at work. Make sure that they're covered by any way that is financially responsible. Uh, while being responsible towards them, I know it's not not always easy. It's not easy for small businesses, corporations. I don't I don't pretend to know how easy it is, but you know, do right by your employees. Um, the notes that we've gotten from Galen Weston have been pretty cool. You know, he's sent out a lot of notes, and you can actually believe him when he when he writes those notes. Although he was like in that bread fixing shit. I don't. You're gonna believe that. the guy that does like. Every single two, three years, there's a mass layoff at Loblaws. Do you believe this guy? <laughs> I mean, he's laying people off when it was good times. Sometimes you just need good words. Like, just like I said for uh, Trump versus Trudeau. Like, sometimes you just need someone who gives you confidence. Um, and at least temporarily, he's stepping up. So, whatever. I just. Well, the, the, the thing is, it's like, I always think in my high thoughts, like corporations are like you said, not all are evil, but every, every one of them is going to get fucking evil. It's like, what's that saying in, in the dark night or uh, I can't repeat it. The one where you, you either die a hero or long, live long enough to be the villain or some shit like that. Yeah. Um, I yeah. I think that's that paraphrase or phrase in there. But uh, I think again, when when you look at it, all corporations every single year they need to make like more money, more money than before. And right now it's like a freaking wake up call. Like, guess what? You can't fucking charge all these fucking services and like charge all this money when guess what? Like ninety nine percent of the population can't afford anything if this whole entire economy collapses and you guys will go belly up and everything's done. It's complete anarchy. Uh, part of me likes to see it. Uh, a part of me. A large part of me is completely scared, but there's a small part of me that likes to see this world burn. Well, I mean, and hopefully, I get to come out on top. <laughs> That's what we all kind of, you know, if, the, if shit's gonna happen, if the purge is gonna happen, you want to be the one standing at the end, right? But yeah, you know what? All they have to do is just splash me with some of that good life water, and I'll be fucking crying. <laughs> That's like the reverse of holy water. You get splashed by anything at good life. The devil comes out like (laughs) should be grown on top of my head. It's not hair. It's, it's pretty crazy. Like, I mean, yeah, these corporations, even if they go under, like they get bailouts, they'll be, they'll be all right. They were allowed to like, Latinos are asking for bailout. Dude, (laughs) that's pretty crazy. Um, like Vegas, you're telling me you guys didn't fucking put out some, you know, flew some of those like money, those stacks down to like the islands, the Virgin Islands, you know, just fucking bring some of that shit back in, man. Yeah, man. I think that stuff is still mafia run. I'm sure they got the money, but you know, corporations can actually walk away from their debt. Like we're bankrupt. Sorry. Walk away. Start again somewhere. Whereas like the individuals, I got this debt. I can't pay it. Sorry, motherfucker. Go to jail or pay up for the rest of your life. I think we're going to see a lot of like people's lives ruined over this. Yeah. It's a weird fucking 
dynamic, right? Like they always have that leverage where, hey, you know what? If we belly up, your economy or like this whole population in this region is fucked, and what you're kind of you're kind of stuck, man. You're 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 stuck catering to them. And what's even more fucked up is like Trump's owns one of those fucking casino down in Vegas, and now he's gonna be just paying money to himself. Yeah, yeah, that's the most fucked up thing. How he's allowed to keep all his all his businesses. Uh, like corporations are like operating as a person, except when it comes to paying that debt, they're like, Oh, we're not a person anymore. Sorry. We don't got to pay that. We're an entity. It's, it's friggin' ridiculous, but you know, hopefully I don't, I, I don't have a realistic gauge for how long this thing is going to last. That's kind of the scary part. Like what? Yeah. What they're saying, like it could be months. I'm like, fuck months of this. <laughs> months of being at home with your happy family (laughs) i'm sure there's going to be people that are like i don't even want to i don't even want to say it but there's going to be like relationships on like rocky ropes or or, a rocky road after this or during this they're gonna be people at each other's like throat it'll bring some people close together but it'll also drive people apart gotta be together like all the time yeah i don't think you can possibly you, you can't handle that if you if you expect men to act the way that the 21st century expects them to act because back in the day back in the medieval times when you see each other all the time you're allowed to do things that <laughs> society does not permit to say oh man <laughs> man i don't even know if you should go there but, I mean, all this COVID news, man, Harvey Weinstein laughing it up, man. No one talking about him. That man went to jail. And yet no yeah. one talking about him. So, there's no news. Like, I, I talked to you before this. Like, what else should we talk about? We're like, we don't know. Because there's literally no other news. There's nothing happening in the world. It's 24-7, nonstop. You have great rock radio stations just talking about the shit. We're talking about it. And... I'm pretty sure we hate the fact that we have to talk about this stuff. Dude, I want to talk about something different next time. Like, I tried to, like, you know, create a distraction. You saw I came out with this COVID-19, like, mixtape side A yeah. yesterday. I just I just released side B. Uh, the IG post is coming. It was, it was fun to put together a little bit of a mental distraction. Yeah, that's that, it's actually we were, I was listening to it. At dinner today, and I was like, "I had, uh, man, there's some of these old classic bangers in there." Zach was grooving too. Yeah, like I don't listen to new music anymore. All those selections, or most of them, are from my music library. I'm like, "Damn, when's the last time I actually listened to new music?" Never, Be old man. Like, if I'm jamming to to Justin Bieber, Sarah be like. Well, Come on, man! What are you doing? Okay, like, hey, it's a catchy, it's a catchy beat, man. You gotta, you gotta stay with it. Yeah, I'm like that high school teacher that that kind of creeps people out, just like understanding this old, this new, new school shit. But yeah, like my musical tastes are so eclectic. It's it's kind of crazy. Like I'm all over the map in terms of my tastes. Like I was even talking to uh, someone, someone who's religious, and I'm like. 
I mean, I used to go to church like back in the day with like my dad, like from time to time. And like some of those like church songs, fuck, they're kind of catchy. Like they're old as fuck, like from like the eighteen hundreds and stuff. But like some of those like <laughs> some of those like melodies are like super catchy. And I like, looked up some of them up on YouTube, and I went into like a YouTube rabbit hole on like church music for like half an hour. Yeah, so now all your YouTube feed is giving you Christian gospel music going on. It might, man. I, I like throwing YouTube a curveball every now and then. There's a time where YouTube thought I was Korean. I'm not Korean. Now it thinks I'm <laughs> Christian. A Korean Christian. It all makes sense. Maybe it'll all come together. Yeah. But it was fun. It was fun doing this. You know, get to talk to someone kind of face-to-face. That's not Sarah or Zach. Yeah, this is good. I didn't know there would be a video component to it, but this is actually like much better, like way better. Yeah, way better than when we used that Anchor app. Yeah. Uh, that one was all right, but it had its limitations. Yeah, but at least we're not like interrupting each other like every single time now. Although y- your your screen did freeze a couple, couple of times. Yeah, I have really shitty internet for There was reason. one where it like froze on you doing like facepalm for like two minutes. It was kind of funny. No, I was just falling asleep. Yeah. <laughs> no, so that was actually was yeah, frozen. Frozen. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But yeah, I think, um, yeah, let's hopefully the next time we do this is, is in person. Um, no guarantees, like you said. God knows how, no, how long this shit's going to last. But yeah, hopefully, I people mean, hopefully freaking sing. Yeah, hopefully um, this is over soon. Like, before we go, like, just a, just a question to you. Like, I asked this question of a number of people. Did you ever think you would ever live through a situation like this in your lifetime? A pandemic? No, like, well, yeah, a pandemic or something like major where like it's a, it's a international crisis, like a like a war or like a world war or like a pandemic or something else who knows like an alien invasion let's just throw that out there yeah you know what like you know when the whole 911 thing went down and then you're just sitting there you're listening to stain uh, <laughs> yeah i went to the 911 museum so it's fresh in my mind yeah so like stain you're thinking like you know when we're grade 10 15 years old wondering does this mean we're all going to war um little did we know the war would have been against people living in caves and stuff like that the (laughs) taliban that they took care of that pretty fast but um aside from that like a pandemic i always thought like what would i do in a situation like a zombie outbreak and this is as close as a zombie outbreak can be pretty much yeah like yeah uh, yeah, it's it's kind of not as like eventful as I thought. Granted, I didn't go anywhere. Uh, Sarah did send me to go to No Frills to p- try and get some toilet paper on sale. Fuck, that's like a zombie horde right there, man. I would. People are fucking getting killed out there. I'm stabbing people in the head. <laughs> <laughs> stabbing them with those like three plies. You can yeah. them in the face, but it never hurts. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, how about you? To me, it's just completely different. I never thought that I would actually live through something like this. We've been so lucky to not have any major incidents in our life. Like, with the way modern medicine advanced, like, I never thought that we would end up in a situation like this. We had, we had West, well, sorry, we had like West Nile or like SARS or like MERS. None of that shit had anything happen. 
we had Mad Cow, all that shit went by the wayside. None of that actually had an effect. Um, but now, like, shit is so real. I never thought that with the advance in medicine, we'd have something like this happening. I'm like, no, you know, once it starts to break out, they'll handle it. It won't spread. But shit is like so real right now. And now it has me thinking about all the possibilities. I'm like, well, all all these countries have like nuclear weapons. None of them would ever use them, right? Like India's got it. China's got it. Pakistan, US, like all these countries have it. They would never use it. Why not? Right, just because the idea is like mutual self self destruction, right? I mean, just because someone hasn't used it before doesn't mean it won't happen. Like, just now, I'm trying to like put myself in that mentality. I'm not trying to say the world's going to end. All I'm saying is that just because something hasn't happened doesn't mean it's not going to happen. You never know. Yeah. Well, with Trump calling it the Chinese virus. Yeah, like like never you know. said right there. We always talk about how. Um, the only way for the world to ever unite is to have a common enemy. And that could be coming from out of space, an alien invasion or some shit where we get like an independence day where everyone kind of rallies together and works together to, against a common cause. And this is our common cause, but guess what the fuck's happening? We have the U S president calling it a Chinese virus. And then, you know, like I have, I have people telling me that, you know, it's it's a U.S. military secret um, shit that they implanted into into China. That's one of the conspiracy to cause this, and they didn't expect this shit to kind of get so big, and then it came back at them. Um, so who knows? In an alternate universe, or it could be this universe or this timeline where this shit is actually real, but we just put it off as not nah, it can't be. It's yeah, man. This this all could be some giant simulation. Like, um, my travel partner was playing this game. Um, I don't know what the game is called. Um, Better not be Animal Crossing. No, 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 no. It was like a game where you have to, you actually have to spread a disease around the world. And I'm, I'm blanking on the name of the game. Um, it's actually probably on the Google Play Store right now. Um, but, but yeah, you have to do all these things, make that disease like super spreadable and like thwart countries' ability to like fight that disease. And, uh, <laughs> she was able to like successfully spread that disease and kill everybody. She killed everybody in the world. <laughs> like within like 15, 15 minutes, the game was over. I'm like, you're way, yeah. too, you're way too good at this. First of all, but like, <laughs> but like secondly, like what if we're in like a simulation and this is just somebody like playing a game. Now I'm like deep conspiracy. Yeah, don't don't go on YouTube tonight because you're gonna fall into that deep hole where everything is, is isn't real. Sometimes you know we live our life, and some events seems way too. Uh, there's like a coincidence factor that's like way beyond belief. Yeah, I have a feeling if I went down that rabbit hole, I would end up at Alex Jones, Eddie Bravo, or something, and that's probably not a place where I want to go. You get yourself some good weed, and you're gonna get there. Yep, and you know that's probably what I'm gonna do. Maybe in an hour or so, we'll see. But <laughs> that's a good yeah. point to end it. That's a good spot. I'll grab Sarah. We'll have our chat after. Right. Anyways, uh, stay healthy, stay sane. Make sure wipe your ass with all those toilet paper you got. Yeah, you can't return it either. Costco's not letting you. Anyways, <laughs> stay tuned for the next uh, mixtape. Uh, side B coming out as well 
and we'll talk to you next episode. All right. Peace out. Bye.